Welcome to Fit Chicks Chat, the weekly podcast dedicated to educating and empowering women to take control of their lives, where we talk about fitness, nutrition, wellness, mindset, and a whole lot more. Today's episode is brought to you by Fit Chicks Academy, where we help heart-centered women just like you who love health and fitness get certified as fitness, nutrition, and health coaches and build amazing businesses. So if you're ready to create the life, health, and career you love, please join us for our upcoming Holistic Nutrition Weight Loss Expert Certification Program. To download the brochure today, head over to fitchicksacademy.com forward slash H-W-L-E brochure to learn more. Now let's dive into this week's episode of Fit Chicks Chat. Welcome to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast, where we talk all things fitness, nutrition, and wellness for women to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. And now, your hosts, Laura Jackson and Amanda Quinn. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Fit Chicks Chat. My name is Laura Jackson, and on today's episode, we have a very awesome special guest. I'm so, so pumped to be talking to the one and only Mo Hagen. Hello, Mo. Hey, Laura, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I have to say right off the top, what a great name for a podcast, Fit Chicks Chat. That's so good. It's got a great ring to it. Well, thank you. We, yes, we definitely love to, to chat about anything fitness, nutrition, wellness. And then today, you and I are going to be diving into the mindset stuff, which I'm so excited because I think it's one of the most overlooked areas when it comes to health and wellness and fitness. Because if we can't get our thoughts right, the rest of it kind of doesn't really matter, right? That's right. We train the body, but we forget that the mind needs the similar type of training. And it needs to be as regular as how we train the body for sure. It's so true. So I just want to dive right into it. So I'd love, I know before this, um, we heard a bio and of course all your awesome accomplishments, your chief um, operating officer at CanFit Pro. You've also been named Can- uh, Canadian Fitness Industry Leader of the Year in 2019. You're an author of Think Yourself Successful. So I would just love for you to kind of share your story of how you got into this industry and what kind of got you on this path of falling in love with fitness and health and wellness and mindset. Awesome. Well, it all starts as a kid. And, uh, you know, many stories maybe begin that way. Uh, I can't say that my love for fitness started because of sport. It really started uh, being the underdog, not only in sport, but in life. You know, I was born as a premature twin, told that I would be frail, weak, sickly, and uh, would have to work hard to catch up to my twin sister. Uh, My mom always said I did listen well, because I everything the doctor said I defied. I actually um, had some really good mentors very early in life uh, working with physiotherapists, not only because I had a late start learning to walk, but because I was an accident prone kid. And so I learned about exercise early. And then of course, to fit in in school, uh, especially as a young girl going to school in the 70s and 80s, it was through sport that you became popular. Mm -hmm. So I tried out for every sport team that I liked. And um, I got cut from every team except cheerleading. And I did get cut from the cheerleading team until my last year of high school. Uh, But I have this, uh, what my mom called stubbornness, I call perseverance and resilience. And I kept going out and trying out. I was introduced to amazing coaches. And they taught me that I needed to understand that winning was not making the team, but it was what I learned about myself along the way. 
and that I could have success if I understood what my personal strength was. Wow. And I did not realize that that lesson in high school by my gymnastic coach, the team that I did, actually, um, I can't say I made the team, but I stayed on the team. Mm -hmm. People say, well, how's that possible? But when I got cut, I kept showing up for practice. I figured he would get sick or injured so I could fill in. And that was the year I actually won the most improved athlete of the year um, that year, which, uh, you know, was really quite telling that uh, you just can't quit. It didn't understand any of that through my high school or university that it was all up here. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I actually didn't apply powerful principles of mindset. I actually just used desire to fit in desire to success, you know, to succeed and desire to stand out as somebody who could create, you know, a life worth talking about and sharing. So that, you know, what again was coined as stubbornness really did work for me. It's only in my, in the last 10 to 15 years, I really dived into the power of mindset mm -hmm. and that has been with me my whole career. You know, of course I went to school, for physiotherapy and physical health education, being that I fell in love with that part of exercise, the rehabilitation part early mm -hmm. in life. But I moonlighted, moonlighted, is that a word, through school um, as a group fitness instructor. And that's what many of us did as either retired gymnasts or, you know, dancers who wanted to teach dance. Mm -hmm. And um, I found a facility back then number one Nautilus today known as Good Life Fitness. And so I taught part-time all the way through my second degree. And I ended up getting a job as a group fitness coordinator while I became a physiotherapist working full-time. And I just kept skipping out of work to do my hobby job and trained instructors on the side. And that sort of, I guess you could say, as I stepped into that opportunity, not knowing at all where it would lead me, I guess you could say the rest is history. I grew up in the company, became a vice president of group exercise at Good Life Fitness, and on the side, built this little company we call today CamFit Pro. And um, it was really a way of giving back and helping the industry grow. I, um, I called my friends and called those I met in the fitness industry, shared the vision for what we thought CamFit Pro was, an education company at the time. And we ran conferences to help people become better. And it was the passion of teaching and leading and influencing people to have a career in the fitness industry. That's my why. That's my purpose. And I was able to create that through the opportunities that I've been blessed with in my um, schooling and in my hobby that now became my career. And uh, today, yes, I am the uh, chief operating officer here at Canvit Pro. And we're much more than an education company. Well, that is our... I would say the experiential part of Campfit Pro, we're also a certifying body and we are a membership organization and uh, we're all about creating healthy and fit lifestyles for everyone through teaching those that can lead what fitness and um, healthy living is all about through our initiatives here at Campfit Pro. So yeah, it's a journey that was created by something that didn't exist and uh, it, it really is it sort of ties in well to our subject today. You got to think yourself successful yeah. and you have to act as if, and then you'll figure out the rest. And I can't say it's easy to figure it all out, but you do as you go along. Well, I wanted to go back to even what you were just saying about, you know, when you were in, uh, in high school and that 
gym teacher giving you that lesson. Like, it's so interesting. I find we, we teach so much about movement, uh, like to younger women, especially teach so much about movement and about how to eat and, you know, things like that. But we never talk about like the mindset piece. And I think it would be so crucial to be teaching this at that age. Cause that literally for you has stuck with you your whole life. Mm-hmm. Course in school. Imagine young adults and actually the co-creator of Think Yourself Successful, Natalie Plamondon Thomas, has actually taken this model and put it into a Think Yourself Successful for kids. Oh, and I love that. There's a huge connection in the school system out in British Columbia because of Zumba, if, mm. of all things. And she's now bringing this into a board of education. So can imagine if, if this is what we get to teach kids, yeah. what they're going to become as they you know, come through adolescence into adulthood and they get to decide what their desire is and they actually get to do the right work at the right time before mm-hmm. all of your emotions and your feelings and your behavior because of what you think about yourself, you know, before all that gets corrupted, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to be soaring by the time they hit their careers. Oh um, my gosh. Yeah. Even for you. So when you took this, so we got, we went through your, your kind of your bio and how you got here, but when you decided to write this book, what was the motivator? Like, what was the reason why you're like, this is the next step for me? Like, I need to be talking about this. All right. Well, here is the clue. These <laughs> clues. It really happened. It was serendipity. Um, Natalie Plamondon Thomas, who is really the creator of the DNA program, which is the three steps or the three parts of this think yourself successful. She was actually on stage at Kenta pro in the trade show and the co-author with us, Tasha Hughes was the host of that particular lecture stage. The two of them heard each other speak and said, Oh my gosh, we have to do something together. And then of course I came in on the scene. I'm not even sure how, but I think it's because Natalie always appreciates my practical side of anything, um, be able to create programs mm-hmm. from something. So Natalie, Natalie and Tasha said, we've got to create this book. It was really Tasha's empowerment coaching um, talent that she has specifically with women as a women's empowerment coach. It was Natalie's work as a lifestyle coach and an executive coach, NLP practitioner, And she had worked with me for many years at Good Life, so we knew each other well. It all came from let's create something to help people and let's put all our talents together Mm -hmm. and create this program. And it really came from a, we knew that we needed to help people begin with the end in mind. Does, you know, creating the map for how to get to their desire and ultimately how they choose to live their life Mm -hmm. joyfully, successfully, and then work back. And it started out as a collaborative brainstorm. And honestly, the only part that we really knew was Natalie's system. And after that, it was just, let's, I think this is important. That's important. And we mind mapped it or brain dumped it. Mm -hmm. And honestly, that's how this book came to be. There were quite a few edits and out of it came, you know, we came to realize there was actually a number of books within inside this book. So, but it really didn't, it wasn't that we knew exactly what we were writing. We just knew that we had to help people 
understand that mindset is as important to train and as a muscle itself, we need to actually give people the ability to, um, you know, look at what's holding them back and then gut what that old beliefs and behaviors and emotions are, understand why they're, they are what they are and then how to rebuild or renovate their mind to be what they desire. So um, that's really, it came from the intelligence of three creative people and uh, one crazy phone call probably was on the day that we had too much caffeine. Although Natalie doesn't drink coffee or any caffeinated beverage, but I think we all got creative one day and said, yes, let's make this happen. And then we just um, decided to map it out and do it. And that's really how it came to be. So what is Think Yourself Successful? It's a book designed to help everyone recognize that we all, first of all, to recognize we all have a desire to succeed. Mm-hmm. We all, what we all want to achieve, we already have within us. We just need to understand how the brain works and then how to train the brain or in most cases, reprogram the brain so that we can actually redefine it to be and to act the way that we have within ourselves, Mm -hmm. how to act successfully as we desire. So it takes really the understanding that you have to know where you're at. You have to know what's holding you back or what's standing in your way, what's caused you to lack the belief or the energy um, or the right emotions. And you have to work through that part. It's, I guess the easiest example is, um, Everybody wants to renovate something at some point in their life, right? Yeah. Natalie uses the analogy, you know, we always think we got to renovate our house. We want to renovate our jobs. We want to renovate our lives. And what Natalie has taught through her work with um, her brain programming work is that you can't just, uh, imagine if we went into a room in our house, like the kitchen, and we said, oh, let's renovate the kitchen by putting new cupboards over top of the old cupboards, putting a new countertop over the old countertop, it would look awful. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't fix the problem. It would still look like a kitchen, but it's got some new parts in it and it would still not be what you desire at the end. So what do we have to do? We have to gut out the old and we have to then take our desire, what we want our new kitchen to look like. We need to go and get all the parts that we want, the new appliances, the new countertops, the new tiles, you have to have a plan. It's the programming part. And there's a, a step process that we go through. Um, we have to first design what we desire, like that new kitchen, what it's going to look like. And we have to undesign what we don't want, gut out the old stuff. And then we have to build the new. So that's kind of the program. And then oh, I love that. Yeah, isn't that cool? It's a great analogy. Yeah. So it really is um, what's called the DNA program, like your DNA. Yeah. And I love that because everybody kind of knows the blueprint. We all have our own blueprint called DNA. We all are here with a DNA blueprint to be and to have the life that is within our blueprint. And it brains the same way. We just now have to understand that DNA and we have to program it and nourish it to keep that DNA healthy. So it's similar things to that. So I always like to say that it's a, it's a step process. Um, there's really three steps, and within the three steps, there's a few other steps within that. But um, 
you have to assess what it is you want. Uh, you have to choose what you want to renovate because there's all parts of your life you might want to renovate. But I have to encourage people, you know, they say, oh, when I lose weight, I'll be happy. When I, you know, fit into my gym clothes, I'll go to the gym. When I get a new car, then I'll feel free. No, you have to actually start with how you feel about yourself because a new car is not going to make you feel free. Buying gym clothes to go to the gym is not going to make you slim unless you go to the gym. So you've got to start with the right thing. So it's really that start is understanding you've got to renovate the right room, in this case, the brain. Then you have to go through the demolition, demolition process, and there is actually some steps to that. In the book, we call it New You. So there's the stages within New You. And then um, part of that demolition when it comes to the mind is getting rid of the old beliefs and the old emotions, as I said. And then the most important part is the training program, and that's actualizing what it is you desire. And um, so that's the three-step process. Um, but there are also, within the process, things that you will need to know about yourself to actually be able to you know, um, imprint new emotions and new thoughts mm -hmm. and beliefs. So one of them, and this ties into, you know, why, um, how I choose to live my life is around knowing myself. I know my personality style. That's something within this book that you get to learn about your personality style. There's actually a very fun self-assessment that helps you determine your style. And we, we, um, studied the four quadrant disc, a very well-known personality behavioral assessment, but we created a fun one called the stylist. And once you know your style or your personality profile, you also need to understand. So that's one extra step in the book. Then the other one is knowing what drives your behavior at a brain level, a neurological level, level that drives the biochemicals that makes you feel good, that gives you energy or motivation. So within the steps, there are all those other sub-steps that helps you get to know about yourself as part of when you um, now renovate your brain to put in the things that you want, clear understanding of who you are, how you like to lead, um, how you feel about yourself in situations, why is it that, you know, you take on all these things even if you don't want to, you know, the power of not being able to say no, why that is, how to use it as a positive versus always beating yourself up that you have no self-control, that kind of thing. It's a very powerful journey. And what I would say is that because Natalie, Tasha, and I are all programmers and we're teachers, this book isn't just telling you what it is you need to do and be. It actually takes you through. It's a, it's a, it's a self-guided um, workbook as well although there is a book to a workbook online to support this, but it is really a self journey to thinking yourself successful. We all have it within us to be. It's just figuring out how to get rid of what does no longer serve you so that you can actually input into your mind and reprogram the brain to provide you with the opportunity to acting as if. Well, that's one thing I, I, I have the book. You sent me a copy and which thank you so much. I started it. I haven't finished it yet, but I'm midway through. And what I love about it is how action oriented it is. Because I think for a lot of people, when they're trying to shift mindset, you know, there's still kind of that stigma around it being like woo woo, or, you know, I'm just supposed to, you know, manifest something and people don't understand the steps to actually make it happen. So when you actually go through the book and you see the steps, you start to see it coming to life. Like it's very 
practical. And that's what I love about it. Cause I think so many times we're just talking about mindset, but people don't know the exercises to do to actually shift the mindset. And the other part, it's, it is about shifting Laura. And the other thing, and this is kind of like, um, you know, that ha- the glass is half full analogy, instead of just keep filling up your reservoir of, of knowledge um, and learning, it's about what do you have to get rid of? Mm-hmm. That's the demolition part. What do you have to clear and create space or room for to put in the new? So that's really also part of the action, right? Yeah. Cause it's very, ch- I mean, I, do you ever listen to Marissa Peer at all? Do you know who she is? No. So she's a hypnotherapist out of um, the UK. So she's got some really great, um, she does it for a lot of stars and big celebrities and stuff, but she talks a lot about too, how, you know, we, basically before the age of five is when pretty much most of our programming is put into us. So there's a lot of unraveling depending on how old you are. And I know I'm like, I'm turning 40 this year and I'm still very active in unraveling stuff and behaviors that I've like built up over time. But she talks a lot about too, how, you know, we constantly go for things. We will always revert to the things that are familiar and we have to start to make the unfamiliar. If it's a different path, more familiar. So it's kind of like the idea of, you know, like you were saying about the demolition, like we have to start to recognize the things that have become so familiar to us and like break them down and start attracting the things that are unfamiliar. Cause you know, for me, people are always like, Oh, you're so driven and you're so outgoing, but I'm actually kind of like an extroverted introvert. So I have to force myself to get out there and meet new people. Like it's not something I always, I'm like, Oh, I just love going out and networking. I actually hate networking. I'm like, so I have to like, create a, I had to shift my beliefs around networking and shift the mm-hmm. beliefs in myself. Cause it really boiled down to me feeling like, Oh, I'm on the spot. I feel not good enough. I feel, you know, I'm feeling judged or whatever it is and breaking that down and coming up with new behaviors that I could then help to shift my mindset to. Absolutely. And it's very, and it is, and I love how you say unfamiliar to familiar. Mm-hmm. That's a very non, it's a much easier way of looking at change. You know, when people hear change, you're like, ah. but I think now that I'm going to think about that, I'm going to adopt that permanently, which is my nice way of saying I'm going to steal that concept from you. <laughs> well, um, I saw it, I saw it from her. I'll send you the links too to her stuff. She's please. got some really great, um, and really great, like she'll guide you through different hypnotherapy as well too. I love that. Yeah. I love yeah. And it's, I mean, it's kind of like the whole thing of, you know, I was thinking about it in the way of like dating is a good example too. Like, when you think about, you know, if you keep attracting the same man over and over again, or the same woman over and over again, it's like, why do I keep people be like, oh, I don't understand. It's like, I keep dating the same person. But then it's like, because you keep looking for things that are familiar to you. So you've got to get familiar with the unfamiliar yeah. um, and start to make that feel real to you. So mm-hmm. that being said, though, so what are some of like, what would be an exercise that's in the book that you think would be really beneficial for someone to start with after finding like their personality? Cause I think that's huge too, because we all process differently and we all communicate differently. So it's like figuring out what works because something that would work for you might not work for me. Exactly. Well, as much as I would, I would, you know, get to understand the brain. It's a fabulous, incredibly fabulous um, wealth of knowledge just to understand how the brain works because then you'll start to identify things for yourself when things happen. You'll, ah, I understand why, you know, I understand what my personal assistant, oh yeah, my subconscious like a personal assistant. So if I go to bed worrying about the meeting tomorrow or how much I have to do or I, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm uncomfortable about this, well, the personal assistant's going to hear, 
uncomfortable in public, you know, um, stressful day, big meeting. I can make all that happen exactly the way that you're saying because they don't hear the negative. They just hear what it is and it serves it up. So the fact that you read about what that personal assistant is, it's a simple way of understanding how your subconscious is what drives your thoughts more than your conscious brain. And then you can control what you tell your personal assistant. So now when I think about something and, you know, if I'm worrying, worrying is something that's just so useless, but it's within my DNA. Um, Me too. I'm a worrier. So now I, I tell my assistant, oh, I'm worried about this. Instead, I say, you know what? That meeting tomorrow, I'm going to be rested and ready and open and receiving. And the assistant here is open, rested, receiving. And they serve that overnight. That's where your subconscious accumulates and curates your thoughts and your emotions. And it's amazing if you start practicing that exercise and correcting yourself, you know, and say, I can't, oh my gosh, I can't lift weights. You know, I'm always sore. I'm in the process of learning how to lift weights and feel stronger. Just learn how to flip language. So work through the, that one exercise. The other thing that, while it's subtle, I think is very significant is there is an exercise and a chapter in the book that I wrote. I was going to say I love, but I wrote it. So <laughs> It. But it's really powerful, and it came across me accidentally when I was reading something for my uh, a podcast that I was doing, and I came across social motives and what drives human beings that's different from all other mammals. We have these social motives. There's 30-some-odd of those. But the three primary social motives, um, if you understand what your primary driver is, it drives your motivation that gets your mojo going or gets your adrenaline pumped up really high, makes you want more of that. If you understand that social motive, whether it's affiliation, being around other people to help drive your motivation and your um, success, whether it's power, being able to lead or be challenged um, to you know work against a challenging goal or whether it's um, achievement, Mm -hmm. you know, setting lofty goals and going after them. Once you understand your primary social motive, then you can surround yourself with the environment that helps you do this type of work. Mm. So for example, I hate reading books. I've written five. I hate reading books. <laughs> I'm the same. We have so much in common. I'm like, I love knowledge, but I hate reading. So I, you know what I do? I know what my motive is. I know that it's, while it's not my primary, so first of all, I tell someone, I'm working on, I'm reading Think Yourself Successful, I'm working through the workbook, Laura, and I'm going to hold myself accountable to have this done by the end of October, and I'm going to write you and tell you I've done it. So the fact that I've held myself accountable to a lofty, challenging goal, and I have to make it a stretch goal for me because I love achievement, and achievement okay. is after a challenging goal. I don't want to let Laura down. I don't want to let myself down. But if I don't meet the goal, Laura's going to think, well, she's a achievement goal-oriented successful chick. I don't know. But yeah. the fact that I told somebody, I'm driving into my um, primary motive. If I was more affiliated, affiliation motivated, I wouldn't have a book club. That way we could all help each other because I affiliated Motivated people love being around the energies of others to get 
things accomplished. And then if it was more of power, then I would write the book. No, I would take the book and I would create something from it. So you, understanding what your primary social motive is will help you work through self-development if you understand how to align with what it is that drives those biochemicals in your brain to help you drive forward and persevere and move through to finish or to succeed at whatever that goal is. So that would be a tip. I, I love that. And because I, well, I love all those personality tests and things like that. But I think so many of us, we don't really understand ourselves and we're comparing ourselves to other people. And we're thinking, you know, why is that not working for me? And it's like, well, sometimes you just have to shift. Like you were saying, if you know this, you just shift your approach going from like the book club or, you know, having the accountability partner, but what would work for you might not work for me. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I actually did. Um, the other day I did, um, the Enneagram. Have you ever done that? Yeah. So I'm a three on the Enneagram. Oh, so yeah, it's, um, so for those of you listening who don't know what the Enneagram is, it's, I would say it's kind of like a, it's a personality test in a way but to understand your motivating factors too, like yeah. what motivates you. So some people are motivated by a challenge, some people by success. So for me, I'm motivated by achievement. Like I need to feel perp- like what I'm doing has purpose. And if I don't feel that way, I get really like stressed out and upset and it's not what I want to be doing. Um, but it's so interesting because even for me with my husband, I, I did it on him to figure out what he was because our communication styles are so different. It was such an eye opener now and I'm just approaching things differently. So that's a side note on marriage counseling. Because he, he's, he's motivated by totally different things, right? Yeah, he's an eight. So he's like the yeah. challenger. So he's very motivated by power, by like big achievement, but in a different way. Mine's more yeah. by like productivity and feeling like I'm have purpose. Yeah. And that's another great tip, Laura, is that if you're doing this type of work, it's really great if you can share and, and influence that significant person or group in your life to do the, the work too, because mm-hmm. you can really support each other through it. And before you know it, it's something that you can appreciate so that when you get into situations you know, especially of conflict that you understand the why it has nothing to do with, we always put our ego in it, but it's not, it's just, everyone's different and we have different beliefs around things. And to understand that makes a big impact on how we get along with people. And I think it's, yeah. And I think it's in every facet of life, right? Like it's your, your personal relationships, your work relationships, your relationship with yourself, which is the most important thing. You know, so many of us, we don't know anything about ourselves and personal development for me, I always have had like a natural affiliation for it. Like I've always really enjoyed the self-help and the motivational speakers and understanding the mind and all of these things. But there's so many people out there who I know they're just like, why do I feel this way? Why am I stuck? Because they haven't connected the dots yet. And that's one thing with this book I love because like I said, it's so action oriented. Like it's actually being like, okay, do these exercises because so many people still think mindset work is just fluff. It's not... And I, I truly believe it's almost as important, well, just as important as doing your exercise and drinking water and fueling your body well. Absolutely. It's, it's an important part of training, but we, uh, we all forget about it. And mm-hmm. it is, it's much more in fashion now. When you speak to or hear interviews of all the most successful leaders in the world, they'll all say, you know, you got to get your mind right. It's mindset over any other muscle. Mindset is a muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like you, I thought, you know, I don't have time for that. I'm too busy. But then I realized if I actually stop to figure out who I am, I will be busy doing the things that do make the greatest impact and make yeah. me happy. 
and help me serve the world in the way that I want to versus just trying to serve the world the way that I believe I'm supposed to. Yeah. That's where you're, you know, in a, inauthentic versus being authentic and unapologetic, you know, to be unapologetically yourself, you, you need to know who you are. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something I'm still working on. I'm still working on that. Like, but I think that journey never ends, right? Oh, it only ends when you're, you're done. Like when you end, yeah. it ends. <laughs> it's true. And I always think as well, like I know even in my life and I've seen this with clients too, it's like, it doesn't happen overnight. And sometimes with the mindset work, you're like, well, I don't feel any different. You know, I don't feel any different, but you keep doing it and doing it. And then suddenly like 30 days goes by, like you said, like committing to a period of time and 30 days goes by and you don't even realize you've changed, but suddenly a situation happens and you react to it totally differently. And you're like, Oh, now I see what all that work was for. That's right. That's where I'd encourage people to journal because it's like, it's also like any other form of training. You don't see the changes until mm-hmm. there are ahas or until you uh, have an interaction with someone else and they recognize that you react differently to things or that you have more presence, but we don't see it in ourselves. And that's where I'd encourage anyone that struggles with self-guided mindset work is don't go at it alone. Mm-hmm. Find some source of uh, connection, whether it is with a coach. Uh, I, you know, like a personal trainer, they're worth their weight in gold because they will guide you through. And, and again, if you understand what drives your success, you'll know that, you know, for me, I was told through working with a coach, I had low endurance. I don't know whether we talked about this when, when I was interviewing you here at Camp Pro, but for someone that's an endurance athlete, I took that rather very personally. And then I thought about it, I thought she was absolutely right. I have low endurance for seeing things through to the end. And that was something that was tied right back into my beliefs that I have to always, if I, if I slow down or if I take too much time, I'm going to lag behind. And it probably taps right back into my childhood. You know, if I wasn't out front, if I wasn't always in their minds, I'd be left behind. So I had to really work through that for myself and through understanding that I have low endurance, I had to align, I had to look at renovating the way I work mm-hmm. so that it would work better for the way that I like to work. And that's what I am now, you know, as a, as a leader and as a visionary, you know, as soon as the project's underway, next, I go to the next innovation. I don't do the detail because that's where I get bored. Yes. Oh my gosh. You and I are so much alike. I, I'm the exact same way. And I was struggling for so long with parts of like my work because I was getting so frustrated. And then I talked to a coach and they're like, Laura, you are the creator. You're the visionary. You're the leader. When you get into the weeds with like the details, it's so not like it goes against your grain that you just start to get so, you know, frustrated. Mm-hmm. And then it just brings me so down. But when I'm like you were saying, when you're leading and you have the ideas and then you move on, it's like, whoa, I'm in my flow. I'm in my zone and everything oh. fall into place. You, you should be my twin sister. Cause you and I are <laughs> a lot more alike than I am with my twin. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's so interesting though. And I know that even, but understand, like, it's like understanding these things, it's game changing. And that's what I really hope people listening are getting out of this is that if you haven't done mindset work, like you have to even just try it for 30 days, like get Mo's book, go to, even, I know we're going to talk about at mohagan.com. She's got some free downloads, um, that you can get as well. You also have an online program that's, you know, totally inexpensive. Yeah. Through. Um, yeah. And it's just something that it's so, because it changes, like, 
once you get step into your power and you realize what you're good at and you start to feel comfortable in that space, the world opens up for you. Sure it does. Financially, emotionally, like the way you connect, the way you feel about yeah. yourself, it's, it's life-changing. It's life-changing and it's beyond what you can even imagine. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is work. I mean, I can't think of any oh, yeah. sport or any success that people have had and they'd say, oh, that was a walk in the park. It's, it's what you value and that's what I believe, Laura, that many people don't understand the value that this work will have on their life until they do it. And then they'll have only one regret, and that is, why did I not, you know, step into doing this work sooner? And if that's the only regret you have, that's a great lesson that you can then share forward. And it also sets you up for incredible success down the road because, again, when the next unfamiliar comes along, you'll step into it and say, let's make that comfortable. Let's make that familiar. Let's step right into this. Why wait? Yeah. And that's why I've always, I mean, I followed your work for such a long time because being involved in CanFit Pro and attending all the conferences. And I do feel like just, this is just my opinion. I do think you should include this course in CanFit Pro, but <laughs> that's my, that's my one little personal opinion. Um, right. Because I think it's so, yeah, like it's so important, but seeing you even transform as a speaker and the way even you present yourself over like, because I've been going for the last, what, 15 years, I guess, 10 mm. years. It's amazing. It's amazing. Wow. And everyone I know too speaks so highly of you because you're so, like you're in your zone, like you're doing what you're meant to be doing and you impact and influence so many people and so many women, especially, which, you know, is totally my my chick power jam. <laughs> so I'm just so, I'm so grateful to have you on here today and to be sharing this because it's out there. There's so many women who need to be around women like you who are going to help them step into their power. Well, I don't need, I'd add one thing to that. I change one word around us. We, because it is, it's the collective. I, the we, and thank you for that. I really appreciate it. And yes, it is. Um, I'm blessed to be, have the opportunity to lead the industry as do you. And with that comes great responsibility to always be the example that you, you help others, you know, help set for others. So it, it does put a little bit of good pressure, like resistance yeah. on you to always be learning and always to be um, stepping into new because that's how we're going to be able to do what we desire to do. We, we both know why we're here to serve mm -hmm. the world. And so it takes always learning about yourself so that you can, you know, lead by example, be the role model for others and, um, and to create the tools as, as you do as well to create tools because, you know, as much as we are creators and visionaries, there are others who have strength in other areas and they don't create and they no. just to actually receive these great tools to make it easy for them to step into their own greatness. And, I you know, that you do this work. I, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I'm like, I just say, just, you know, we're all here for a reason and collaboratively, we just help, help everyone become the best, you know, that they can be. Yeah. And I really find too, I don't know, have you ever heard of the imposter syndrome? Yes. So for those of you listening who don't know what the imposter syndrome is, essentially it was, it was a term that was coined, I think it was in the seventies for high performing women. So it was, they were studying all these women and they noticed that these women who were high performers, they all had this imposter syndrome, which was feeling like they are 
a fraud, like feeling like they're in these jobs and they're like, wait, I'm not smart enough to do this, or I'm not good enough to do this, or I'm not, you know, and that's where too, women, we kind of approach things differently. And I think we need a little bit more, um, I shouldn't say we need a little bit more support, but I think we really need, we have a lot more issues with feeling not good enough. Mm -hmm. Um, so to, to start to work on that piece in yourself, it's, it's so, it's just as important. Like I said, I know I've said this a couple of times, but like as going to the gym, you know, I get people all the time being like, what exercise should I do? What, um, like, what should I be eating for, you know, should I do keto? Should I be doing this? I'm like, first step is let's start to like do some inner work and then the rest of it too, you know, I program that as well, but the inner work is the changes that will make you stick to making these other changes as well. It's not like suddenly you're like, okay, well, I'm just going to exercise now for the rest of my life. It's like you have to transform who you are in addition to what you do. Yep. The inner work makes the outer work even more enjoyable, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I always know too, like even in myself, when something's going on inside of me, because it will show up, like suddenly, you know, I'm gaining a bit of weight or because I'm emotionally eating. I'm like, okay, wait, what's the root of that? You know, it's like you start to become your own kind of, you can diagnose yourself as to what's happening. Yep. You can understand it. And so that is so powerful. Um, And there's so many stories. We share a number of them in the book about self-awareness of understanding why you, you know, you want to eat chocolate every day. You can't get a day without, you know, having a chocolate bar. And then you realize, well, it had nothing to do with the chocolate. It just reminded you of a relationship that, you know, while you were, you know, your, whatever, your grandmother and, you know, she always had chocolate. So whenever you have chocolate, you think of a great relationship and yeah. or up from your grandmother and it had nothing to do with the chocolate, but that's what connected it. Whereas if you could figure out what's behind eating the chocolate, then you could start to associate. So this one client, instead of going to chocolate, they went to photos and mm. yeah, photos of their grandmother or the person in their life that they connected with. And then they no longer needed the chocolate. Oh my gosh. That's so, yeah. Cause I know even with Amanda, who's my business partner, she always craves it's barbecue chips and popcorn. So whenever she's emotional, that's what she wants to eat. Cause that's what her mom used to give her when she was young. So whenever she's in like a self-soothing mode, she'll be like, Oh, I really want to go for that popcorn and chips. But then she tries to go for a walk instead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you connect with the source. Exactly. So in terms of for someone wanting to start out, I know I mentioned it earlier, but where are some resources that they can get? um, Mm -hmm. And what are they? Okay, so um, there's a, you know, there is a free workbook on my website for Think Yourself Successful. It's under shop. Um, You'll be able to find that if you go through. uh, It's on the menu bar. Um, So scroll down, you'll see where you can get the book. Now the book really is beneficial. And I mean, for the cost of the book, which I think on Amazon, depending where you find it, it's like under $25. Um, some on special, depending on where it's sitting in the Amazon, um, store, but the workbook you could go through, um, and just go through some of those exercises on its own. You'd learn a little about yourself and that would be a great start, but I would encourage you to get the book and work with the workbook because that'll take you through some self, um, study, um, also there, if someone, if you know who you are and you're not much of a book reader, there is the online video course for the book mm. again on my website. Uh, it's $75, we, you know, it's 33 hour, 33. I can't quite remember how many hours of work went into that one, but it, between the three of us, uh, quite a bit. And we basically took all the chapters 
that guided you through the exercises specifically and we walk you through them all. You do it with us online. So it is self-study online. That's I love uh, that. right for everybody else. Um, and then, of course, uh, if you wanted to do you know, any other work, it's if you're with the fitness industry, then come to the Canfit Pro conferences because between Natalie and myself and yourself, you know, we teach this kind of stuff mm-hmm. at the conference. I know Natalie and I are teaching this coming up in Vancouver at Campit Pro, but um, join Campit Pro and come out to the conferences. There's always the big one here in Toronto every year internationally. So for all your followers all over the world, make it a destination. And, um, and then you can also connect with me directly through my website. And um, I'm happy to give a 15-minute power coaching session, complimentary. You just have to reach out to me. Um, or you can connect with me at mohagan at canfitpro.com. In those 15 minutes, I will ask you three questions, how I can best help you learn this type of work. And I'll guide you how to fast track yourself through some of the exercises to give you a little piece of the experience. And that may be all that you take for now, apply it to your life, and then you might go back to the book. This is a book you go through I, I've gone through it myself probably three times since I edited it. I go through it for my own self-discovery, and every time I do, I find something new to work on. So I'd encourage, this is a great, this I brought to, um, as a gift to give somebody, because I give them away, so I always have one in my car, but my own one is tabbed right through. Some days I need to pick me up, I just open up, okay, results, what's this going to do for me? And I'll just read that one piece. So I tab it, I've got um, every corner turned, I'm sure. Well, that's um, right. Even what I've read in mine so far, I've got all the corners down. So I'm like, oh, that's good. Oh, that's yep. good. I'm going back to that. Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I like the questions. At the end of every chapter, there are questions. Yeah. Just, and they even give examples. So if you're one of those people that needs some help, like a coach, you know, it may ask you, you know, what small nagging voices remain at this point in the program that can be in some way reaching, you know, stopping you from reaching your outcome. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, what's standing in my, what would that be? And then the example is, you know, even if everything, even if everything tells me that I should go for it, there is still part of me that feels it's too risky and I won't be able to handle it. Oh, that sounds like me. Is that really what's going on? So it'll help you through. And then, you know, the best way to use this book is to write in it, work through it, or use the workbook to tag along, but you will guarantee you will, you know, you'll renovate your mind and you will come out a different version, a better version of yourself that makes life so much more enjoyable when you understand why you think and behave the way that you do. Yeah. And how, and how easy it is to actually shift it. It, It's not as difficult as people think. And I'll give you, here's something for your viewers as well. It's on my website. It's an exercise you can do in two minutes and it's power posing. Mm, and it, yes, it, I want it, you to tell me about this. Yeah, so the work of Amy Cuddy, The Power of Postures, and she has a um, very popular TED Talk around, it just, you know, if you YouTube Amy Cuddy, The Power of Posture and Power Posing, I believe it's something like that, it'll come up automatically. And she talks about it as um, how you can, they always thought you had to, you know, change your mind to change your body. And you had to, but you can actually change your body to change your mind. So if you're struggling to do this work for lack of energy, belief, 
whatever, power pose, two minutes of, of standing in your power. And I use these, I used them before I even discovered Amy Cuddy. Um, I used them as a physiotherapist. It was a really sort of fun way to help my patients back in the day stand tall. They used to say, stand like a superhero, hands gently on your fists and just lift your chest, open your you know, shoulders back and down, chin in and look strong. And then I used to say, you know, it's not about flexing these muscles. It's about feeling strong and confident. And then the last one, proof shows by research, even if you were born without vision, the blind know that if they're succeeding at something, they put their hands up in the air or victory. So I apply the victory, the strong and superhero pose into that exercise. And if you do it for two minutes, standing in front of the mirror and you do nothing else, you will walk out feeling better about yourself. If you layer onto it a powerful statement, we call them mantras or affirmations, the work of your posing will actually feed your mind exactly what you're saying and it'll believe what you're saying even more than what you say with your voice. And of course, if you can have a fit body with lots of energy, the power of those power poses will come into play or will you know, get into every cell of your body and help change your mind even easier. The example is you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh, I'm tired. But if you power pose and you say out loud, I am, you know, a strong, independent, dynamic businesswoman that generates six-figure income a month through the business that I was meant to, you know, the business I was meant to have to serve the world in the way that I do as a, you know, whatever, whatever. If I say that in front of the mirror while power posing, it's, I'd like to say it's magical, but it's not. It's physiological. And oh, it can change that. your brain waves and it can change your state. It lowers cortisol and other stress hormones. It increases testosterone in both men and women. And it's that hormone that makes you feel more confident about yourself. Then that's going to motivate you to do the work, mm -hmm. you know, to do the work of, you know, this think yourself successful or whatever mindset work or inner work that you perhaps otherwise struggle with. Um, it's kind of a physical meditation, if I could describe it that way. Yeah, I'm going to download that afterwards. I'm going to check that out because I always had loved how Tony Robbins, he talks a lot about too, you know, you can change, yeah, you can change your state very quickly by changing like your physical state will change your mental state. And that's why I think when I first heard that for me, it was one of those aha moments because I'm like, that's probably why I loved fitness so much. So even as you were telling your story about how you weren't sporty um, growing up, I was the same, you know, I kind of fell into fitness later on, like really fell in love with it. But, and one of the main things I loved about it was it helped me deal with anxiety and mm -hmm. just by changing your physical state, it changes the way you feel so quickly. Um, so this power posing, I'm trying this. I'm trying. Yeah. This. <laughs> you can download the exercises. They're little stick person drawings. Uh, one of my, one of my, um, delegates she's a very high up in a hospital in london ontario she does not like public speaking she took my course uh that i did that weekend and she had a big speech to deliver in front of all the important people that she reports to and or serves and she drew those actual stick person drawings on the top of her speech and she went into the bathroom she power posed before she went on stage and she wrote me later and she said, I did this. And she said, no kidding, Mo. When I left the stage, people walked up to me and said, what 
happened to you? You went from being an introverted, do not like public speaking to owning that stage. And she said, whatever it is that you've done, you know, we want it. And she wrote me with a picture from her lecture, top of her notes. And so I actually took that photo and I put it into my presentations because that anchors me that that work works. Yeah. And it's, it's so incredible how these small, small shifts, even look at that. She's probably been working on the sphere for so long and just the smallest little shift in an action has such a big reaction and it's transformed. Like it's a ripple effect, right? And now it's, it's keeps paying forward. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we're going to wrap this up. So as you mentioned, I don't want to wrap it up because I love talking about this stuff. Um, but everything that you talked about, the book, the power poses, all that's available at mohagan.com. So we'll link to this on our blog as well. So people can get in contact with you and, um, and check out more about the book and the course. Um, I want to, I always like to end all of my interviews with asking you for one piece of life advice. So it could be about mindset. It could just be about fitness. It could be about anything that Mm -hmm. would help women live their lives happier, healthier, and fiercer. What would it be? To become what you seek, like be, be what you seek. We are human beings, but we, we live our life being human doers. So be unapologetically you and then do the work to know what that is so that you can show up as yourself. And like you said earlier, often, especially as women, you know, there's that imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. I totally can relate to that. I still do some days. Me and too. Remind myself. And that's where I've literally stepped out of a meeting in the middle of a meeting when it's not going because I'm in the wrong state and I then reset my power and walk back in. But be unapologetically you because that's what makes you authentic, but become what you seek. So, you know, it's kind of Stevie Covey's law of um, begin with the end in mind. But that would be my really important tip for all fit chicks, for every female and male like, and um, to really seek the joy. I mean, they say happiness isn't a feeling. It's a it's a word to describe joy in your life, but to, to have joy, you really have to be you. Yeah. And it's a lifelong, it's a journey. You can't just get there and then go, here I am. You got to keep working on it because you know, we have all of the disruptors around us that um, are going to knock us down or try to. And here's another tip is the, the more that you climb to become the successful you, the more others who aren't willing to do the work will try to pull you down, bring you down, sabotage, um, you know, whatever it is that is, um, will hold you back. What I learned about, you know, this is what I look back at in my life. You know, if I could look back and give my 15 year old self, my 57 year old advice, it would be, don't listen to other people. If you believe it is to be, then become it. And yes. do whatever it takes to accomplish it. And you yes. will. It'll be a version. It'll probably be better than you even imagine, but just, you know, become what you seek. Oh, I love it. I'm goosebumps right now. Well, thank you so much for spending this time with us and sharing all your awesome knowledge. I'm going to link to everything from our blog. And of course, again, mohagan.com. You can, and you can get everything from there. And you can also see her at the CanFit Pro Conference this year, which I will be at for sure. Oh, yes. And- it's in August in Toronto? Yes, August the 
14th through the 16th. It's always the middle weekend. Yes. And then um, I'll be chatting with you more about what you'll be presenting next year. I'm so As excited. Professional of the year 2019. <laughs> you, have, you are on the A-list, on the top of the A-list, my friend. Aww. As a so we'll be working together. You can uh, certainly come and see Laura Jackson in Toronto at Campit Pro 2020. And um, it's sure a great conference. It's a great, always yeah. so much fun, so much learning, so much awesome. You leave there like vibrating because you're so motivated. Absolutely. So that would be a great thing to put into your uh, personal and professional itinerary for upskilling yourself or lifting yourself up. And um, put your calendars now because life gets busy and make sure you're, you, you know, I always say to people, you do not want to have a vacation on that weekend because this is the vacation that will set you up for a lifetime of freedom. Yes, I love it. Well, thank you so much, Mo. And thank you to everybody for listening today. And for more information, of course, on any of our Fitch Academy programs, you can check us out at FitchExAcademy.com. And I also will be linking to all your stuff from there as well. Have a thank great day. You. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Fit Chicks Chat. And remember, if you are ready to create the life, health, and career that you love, make sure to join us for our upcoming Holistic Nutrition Weight Loss Expert Program to become a certified holistic nutrition and health coach. Download the brochure today at fitchicksacademy.com forward slash HWLE brochure, and we'll see you next week.